Hi, it's Martin Wardle again here from Robson Laidler, uh, chatting to another business owner about the impact of COVID-19 on them and their business. Uh, I have Richard McDonald with me today. Richard, hi there. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your business. Hi there, Richard MacDonald. Um, I'm the owner of RCM Stock Taking Solutions Limited. We stock take and audit pubs and restaurants, uh, mainly in the northeast and Edinburgh. Thanks very much, Richard. So you're one of the um, directly affected businesses from the close down. Then, yeah, obviously, if the pubs and restaurants aren't opening, they don't need stock takes. Is that a fair analysis? That's correct. Bar a few little bits and pieces after the first couple of days of um, close down, um, it fell off a cliff. Zero. So you you're kind of in the same boat exactly as those pubs and restaurants. Um, where, where, did you see or did you feel within the industry any shift the week before the official lockdown when there was this kind of um, suggestion that we shouldn't gather? Yeah. I presume pubs and restaurants were worried at that point? They were, yeah. The restaurants were suffering mainly. Um, funnily enough, the pubs, the busy pubs within the city centre, when on, on the Saturday that the football was cancelled, the busy pubs had a really busy day. And people seemed, which was a bit crazy, really, people seemed to want this one last hurrah. And then the Friday night when it was announced, again, the local pubs, clubs, they had a busy night, uh, this last hurrah, which it wouldn't have been for me to go out. Um, but yes, then then it just fell off a cliff. And I know certainly how I was in lockdown down country with my mother in a caravan, but uh, I know from social media, etc., that Osborne Road around the corner from where I am now had a particularly busy night when all the students got told there was going to be no more courses and, and things like that. Um, yeah. Despite the advice to stay indoors, of course. Yeah, um, but there you go. But hopefully, um, we're not going to um, suffer because people went out on that particular night. But it's, it, what's done's done. They should have closed them at six pm, I think, and that that would have been it. Um, but, yeah, you know. yeah. So, Richard, do you think when the lockdown is lifted, things will just go back? I think people will be a little bit wary about going out to restaurants. Um, just human nature, the nature of the beast, you know, will not want to gather initially. Um, there will be a pent-up demand for pubs and people to gather and socialise. Um, but I think there'll be a little bit of awareness, so it'll be a slow burn initially. And then hopefully things will get back to normal. One thing is people should have a bit of money in their pocket and they want to get out and have an experience and enjoy themselves. So a long term should be fine. And do you think different types of pubs and different types of restaurants, cafes, will see a different type of return? Yeah, definitely. Um, you're, you're, let's say we've got a client who a really busy restaurant. They turn over about 30,000 a week. Um, they have a lot of elderly people on a lunchtime. And they, they'll be slow to come back because they'll be a little bit wary. Yet your match day pub in the centre of Newcastle on a Saturday, they'll they'll boom back again. I've no doubt that people want to gather with their friends again and, and have a good few pints. So everything will be different. 
And do you think it'll matter if there's a match on? Because matches, that type of large social gathering, might be one of the last things to return. Do you think it'll matter, or do you think people will still have carry out the same routine? I think they'll have the same routine anyway, because they're probably by then they're going to want to get out the house, aren't they? They're going to be climbing the walls. <laughs> no, no comment. No comment. I'm perfectly happy in the house with my entire family, twenty-four-seven. <laughs> um, so, what are you doing to keep yourself busy then, Richard? Because obviously, you can't you can't work from home, counting stock on site. Obviously, you mentioned looking at the business, but are you, are you doing anything else to keep busy? Yes, well, um, I'm the type of person who can't sit still for a minute. So when, I think it was the Friday the 20th when the lockdown was announced, and that was about 5pm, I went on my laptop, I knocked out a quick one-page, really rough CV saying, i got no work, I want a job. And I drove around all the supermarkets and little Tesco's, etc., handing these CVs out, Aldi, Little, um, and Sainsbury's rang me. So I'm doing a few shifts in Sainsbury's just, just to keep myself busy because I cannot sit around, you know. So so it's quite interesting that there's obviously work out there just in different areas. Did, I mean, was it a hard process or was it just you literally, they were happy to see you? No, it, it, was, a, it was a very slick process. Actually, I think the, the, there was a diktat went out to, to kind of break all the rules and uh, get things done. So the lady rang me up, she said, can you come in Thursday? Um, I said, oh, good as this an interview. She said, no, no, you've got the job. Come in and do your induction. <laughs> and um, that was it. It was, it was really slick. And, the, and then yeah, the, the onboarding process that they've got within Sainsbury's is also very slick. You go through an induction, you fill in forms. It's nothing's left. It's, you know, you imagine they've probably taken on 40,000 people in the last few weeks. Uh, all very slick and, and managed by an app on your phone as well. So it's it's good to see that side of business how we can move quickly. Do you think there's anything that you learn, or or do you think that the government, in fact, could learn from large business that that flex that that ability to shift quickly, that flexibility, the systemization? Is the you said you liked it? Is there anything you'll take from it, or will that people well, could take from it? The government could could certainly learn from it, and hopefully they will, because they've, they've never been fast, have they? And if you look how long the furlough scheme is going to take to set up, um, I suppose it is massive. Let's face it, they're set up from scratch. Hopefully, it's going to work well. Um, yeah, the government could certainly learn. I'm sure they will. Yeah, you know, there's people around me who work within the civil service, etc., and they're all working from home um, on on the, the website side of it. My neighbour was manages some of the web for um, HMRC and uh, he's working from home quite happily. So hopefully, like everybody else, they'll, they'll become a little bit nimble. Now, obviously, your job isn't something that you can you can do from home at all, as I've just said. Um, will, will you be cautious going back out on site, do you think? Because there's, 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 there's every chance that we'll have another wave or multiple waves of this disease. I mean, is yours the type of job where you can do it without seeing people once the bars are open or, or will you have to mix? Oh, you've, you've, you've got to mix, but you, you can keep a social distance. Generally, you're working on your own or with one other person. Um, so I, I'm not too worried about that. I, I was, the last couple of jobs I did, I was worried and I just said to the client, look, you stand there, I'll stand here. 
and I just got on with the work, which makes it a bit harder. But um, no, um, you know, I, to be honest, in Sainsbury's, you, you're in amongst it. You can't always keep the two meters. You try, but you just hold your breath. <laughs> just, just cover your, cover your mouth and hold your breath as you pass. Um, do you, how long do you think you'll keep Sainsbury's up then, Richard? Will you will you will you keep it up until the till you literally start your stock takes again, or do you? No, no, no. I'll um, I'm doing about twenty hours at the minute, which is more than I really wanted. Um, you could work there every day if you want because of the desperate. So I need to be thinking about business. Um, and, and how what I'm going to do when I come back because it, it's not going to be the same. Nothing's going to be the same in this world. Um, so we need to think, well, do we need to pivot and do something else? Um, so I need thinking time for that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, get some processes in place, etc. But I think I'll keep it up till the end, but just not doing many hours. Just enough to tire myself out a little bit and, and get out of the house, basically. It's not about the money. It's just about getting out. Yeah, so it's just about there's almost just the the activity side that you that you're doing it for rather than because I presume it's a fairly fairly basic pay job, minimum wage or thereabouts. It can't be a, it, it's it's not going to make you rich, is it? No, never, never. Yeah. Not when you you've got to pay um, basically a tax to start with. So you you sort of by the time you've gone to bed at eight o'clock the night before, you get up at half one or something, and Yes, you make about two pound extra an hour until five five a.m. It's you're going to work for about forty two pounds. It's certainly not about the money. Right. It it could, however, be just the lifeline that you know if if you're recently self employed and you're not going to get any help, or you've just moved job just at the wrong time for the furlough scheme. It's it's certainly an encouraging thing that there is work out there. And if you say, yeah. I mean, are they are they still desperate? Are they still recruiting? I would say so, yeah, there's a lot of overtime there. And my brother-in-law is in exactly that position where he went self-employed about 18 months ago. And um, so he hasn't really got everything in, in place necessarily to get any help. So yeah. he, he's, he's got a job at another Sainsbury's and he's doing sort of 10 hours a day if he wants it. So yeah. it's, it's good for that. Yeah, good. Well, it's good to know that there are opportunities out there. What tip would you give anyone out there who because you because you, you are the classic business that is entirely closed down um a lot of the people i've spoke to so far have managed to be closed but yet somehow still things are happening yours is entirely closed presumably what tips can you give to anyone else in your position just get out there just do whatever it is that you have to do you know i mean I, i've always said right through my life um i've had I've had uh, I've been a paper lad, a glass collector. I'll wash dishes. I don't care what I do. I couldn't care less as long as I keep busy and you can have a bit of interaction with people. But you've just got to work harder than the next man. And I've always said that you'll always do well if you work harder than the next person uh, and give do your very best at whatever you do. So whether it's shopping in Sainsbury's or whether it's stacking boxes. Always do your very, very best and know that you've done the best job you can. Is that just so you can look in the mirror each day, that, that kind of self-respect thing? Plus also, if you work hard, a lot of people don't work hard. You will stand out and do better than them. You just have to do a little bit more than the, the next person and, and take a lot of pride. And there's no point doing a job unless you can give it 110%, not just 100. Yeah. 
So but I think there's a footballing term about you only have to beat the opposition. It doesn't matter how good you play, you've just got to beat the opposition. So, you know, if you're in a room full of 10 people, as long as you're the best one there, that's that's all you can do in that position, isn't it? Just be the best yeah. in the room kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, good. One tip is um, your current clients, look after them. Although you might not be working for them, you can give them a ring, you can network with them, you can um, help them out with the grants. Some may not know that they can get the grants. So look after your current clients because it's always easier to look after your current clients. It's very expensive to get new clients. So you need to shine in their eyes. That's a great tip, Richard. So obviously you're, I mean, you've got presumably the mobile numbers of the managers and the owners of your pubs and restaurants. So you're just on the phone, checking in on them, making sure they're okay. Because obviously they want, you want them to know you're there when they get back. You, you know, you, you, you don't want someone else to have sniped that client in the meantime, do you? Okay, then. well, thanks very much, Richard. Um, I really appreciate your time, and I hope that, well, I hope it doesn't last too long for everyone's sake, but especially for people like you who've got a complete lockdown. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Take care.